we're doing it. We are. We're doing our best. Yep. Alrighty, welcome back with your hosts, Emily, Carrie, and Lauren. Today we're going to talk about leaving our corporate jobs to pursue our destiny in the spiritual line of work. Yeah. God, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a hard topic because I think it's something that so so do for sure a lot of people do it but also a lot of people don't Don't I think the majority of people don't and choose to stay in their field either because they love it or out of comfort I feel like those are the only two options yeah and I also feel like there's two types of people there's the type that think that we're brave for doing this and then there's the type that think we're stupid there's no really in between it's like either you're so (laughs) brave or wow you're dumb yeah that's so true (laughs) what the fuck are you doing yeah you have nothing lined up wow how responsible I just remember like there were like my brain over the course of those two months of going back and forth it was like scrambled eggs because I mean I required a lot of motivational speaking (laughs) to take the leap and my reason for leaving is a little bit it's a little bit of both like wanting to follow my passions of course but also realizing with two small children at home that there was no way that I was ever going to feel like fulfilled and feel like I'm doing enough for my kids if I stuck around because it was like even when I worked before I had my last job, I worked 15 minutes from my house. And I mean, I still would only be spending two hours a day with them because I have to get to work early, they sleep in a little bit. And then by the time I come home, and it's like, and it's not even quality time. It's like trying to get dinner ready, trying to get baths together, stories, brushing teeth, like it's just a routine was really it. And I tried to make the most of it, but I was so unhappy. And it really I actually noticed too, it was really affecting even their behavior because I wasn't home a lot. And it would be like next level separation anxiety when I would have to leave to go to work or even if on the weekends, if I had something going on and I had to leave, major separation anxiety. But that, and also like to be able to do what actually makes me happy, it's amazing, but it's also really weird because it's like, you don't feel like you're working. So therefore you kind of feel like you're lazy or you're not doing enough preach right dude and that's a whole balancing act in itself yes yes and also now you guys are working from home full-time and that is a huge transition I I at least had done that prior for years and and that is a really hard it's it's really difficult when you start to mix the things your work duties and goals with house things or if because you're home you're then expected more of house things because you're home but like there's a lack of understanding that I'm just because I am here physically, I'm doing so much other stuff. And that that guilt of of that meshing can be really difficult. And you guys had it all at the same time. Yeah, You did all of that at once. Yeah. I feel like it takes some time to get like some time, time to get used to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because even just like in my previous jobs, you know, I had, I was, I was a manager, so I had responsibilities, but I always had somebody over me. So I always had a to-do list because somebody was telling me what needed to get done. Or I had in property management, I had tenants telling me what they needed done and that would get added to my list. I've always had people 
telling me what I need to do and now that I'm my own boss and I am responsible for my own getting my own stuff done and also realizing that I've never really prioritized myself really yeah. my whole life and now I have to make myself a priority because that's my like way to to earn a living it's an adjustment it, it's an adjustment and I'm still not there I am still I'm not there either. it I'm is not- Emily, what is happening? What was that? What? Did you see that? What is what? that? That what? always happens to me. What is that? that always happens. <laughs> well, always. Whatever it is really likes me to say. That's the 80th time it's, that that is happening. Oh, it's got to be because I've been like one time I was talking about something negative during our class and they did the thumbs down. (laughs) Well, that was just validating. You're doing great. This is what you needed to do. The Blue Jays back. The Blue Jays back. He just landed. There you go, Emily. You're doing great. We're doing our best. Well, it's funny because last night I was sitting here like having a pity party and bawling my eyes out to the fact that he's dead. And like I pulled out pictures of him and I'm like <gasps> listening to songs that remind me of him. I was listening to Marjorie bawling my eyes out. Oh, yeah. Listening to other songs that I used to listen to with him. And I'm like, <gasps> and here he is today. Same. Is- hey, I'm still here. That and is hysterical have- and so sweet. I have full body chills right now. Yeah. Oh, what were we just saying? <laughs> your decision and yeah. doing your corporate job yeah <laughs> he needs to get my parents on board <laughs> it's hard it is really hard trying to validate yourself and your decision and having people understand when for so long so many generations working for corporate america is the only option unless you're gonna take a, a chance and you think you're really gonna be the next steve jobs or whatever those right. people's names like right. it could be it could be. And at least I believe in myself, you know, and with a little like faith from you too could maybe go a long way because like you guys said, it is so hard when the self-doubt and self-sabotaging that happens when you are your own boss and your own employee is really hard because the, that battling of the brains can just ha- cause like some serious imploding and it happens and it happens to all of us. And I think because like when you're in the corporate position, you, you have someone else out outside watching you you ho- you hold yourself and you're like all right i'm gonna let myself be sad but i gotta get back to it but in this position you're like i'm gonna be sad but how long can i be sad for because i'm my own boss maybe i need a little extra time and so i'll take it and then the next right. day you're like why the fuck did i do that I right. Right. It's, right. it's this total inner conflict that is very right. difficult and I think if for our listeners, if you know someone who is going to take a journey and believes in themselves, they need you too. They really yeah, need your that. support. Yeah. They like we don't if you think it's the biggest mistake they'll ever make in your life, it's none of your business. Exactly. And it's like one of those things where sometimes we just need some some support and some love. Yeah. Sorry, that was Raleigh. That's is he all right? Yes, he wanted to be under my feet, apparently. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. We, it's also lonely. It can be very lonely. Oh my God. Well, especially because Carrie and I were talking about this before we even jumped on here. It may look, especially when you leave the corporate world to do this line of work, the spiritual work, it may look like I'm just at home sitting on my ass, but I'm sitting with myself doing the internal work every second of every day. So even when I'm sitting here, I am doing work. I'm doing the shadow work. I'm doing the healing. I'm doing what I need to do so that I can help others. You cannot be an unhealed person in this line of work. You can't. And I know that healing is a journey. You're never fully healed. 
but you at least got to have the insight. Yeah. You have to have the insight and you have to be making the appropriate steps to at least be the best version of yourself that you can be. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. When I think about like, you know, sitting in front of a computer all day, like having things that are due. Mindless tasks. I could, I could do that in my sleep. And, you know, at the time it's like annoying or it's daunting or it's time consuming, but sitting here with myself, healing every single version of myself so that I can show up for others. I didn't know it would be this hard. I was very naive to that. And people don't do that. People do. People refuse to go to therapy, refuse to go get help because they're afraid of being with themselves. They're afraid of that. And so what you're doing is incredible incredibly brave and yeah. it is so important i think i think it's really important for everyone and anyone to do at least that to to, to be a better person for even if you're going to stay in your corporate job or if you're going to do it alone you still have to interact with other people you still have to work with other people and so we should get to know ourselves and sit with ourselves and think about how we can be our best selves and be able to i don't know in, interact with society but it's it takes a lot of work and that's why people don't do it and so it's so brave i think that you they do I think a lot of people, it's easier for them, and I mean myself as well, it's easy for them to use their job as their excuse as to why they don't have time to do it. And in a way, they really don't have time, but it's also like what you prioritize. It's it's also about prioritizing, you know what I mean? And on this type of journey, in this career path, you have to prioritize yourself. You right. have to do that you don't have other things that you're doing for other people it's for yourself and you have to you have to be on your a game or you you're not really you don't have a lot to contribute yeah whereas like going into or your ego gets in the way right and then you got we got then we're doing psychic cleanup right whereas going into that corporate office you can leave that at the door and get into your role of whatever it is but with this you can't leave your shit at the door gotta get rid of that shit (laughs) right you're always with yourself you're always working on yourself right face yourself every single day yeah like i've never myself so deeply like i i have in the last oh same same and We had a, Emily had a friend over yesterday and there's one, one phrase that she said that's been like really like hit with me because it's not the way that I've lived my life or that we've all really lived our life. And that's in taking inspired action. Like, why do we always feel like we have to push through stuff? Like time, first of all, really doesn't even exist. Time is just a construct, right? Yeah. But we have in our minds, or at least for me, I have to get up early and I have to work from this time to this time. And it's like, no, I don't. I don't have to do that. I could log on at 10 o'clock tonight if I want to I could log on at four in the morning I could log whenever but it's like she had said in the phrase taking that inspired action of like if you feel like you can't work today or you're in our work you have to be on it like you have to be like you can't be mentally emotionally struggling because it's like that goes bleeds out into the readings that you give other people or it's that much easier for like the ego to kind of step in and especially when we're reading somebody that we're triggered by what they're going through because we're going through something similar then your ego can really come into play and I've had to really like 
stop myself a few times because I've, I noticed that ego creeping in and I'm like, okay, this is your experience. It's not their experience. We have to be neutral yep. and you can't be neutral. If you're just grinding through life every second of every day, like in the corporate world, right. it's different. We're not approving invoices here. Like we're dealing right. with trauma. We're, we're helping people heal like their, their deepest, darkest wounds. Like this, it's very vulnerable. Yep. And so like inspired action, when you feel good, when that ace of wands comes into play, that's like going with how you feel is how a lot of these really successful spiritual workers became so successful. They didn't grind through pushing through every single second of every single day. They took inspired yeah. action. They sat with themselves when they needed to. And then they, they went for it when they had the energy to do it. And it's like, you have to honor where you are, but it's hard. It's hard to get into that mindset. It's very, very difficult. Well, it's, it's a deconditioning. Yes. Yep. That's exactly it. We have been, I mean, even from the time when we were little, before we were thinking about working, we were told, I, I read this actually today, that millennials make up 4.9% of America's wealth. And then the generation before us made up 9% of the wealth. And then the boomers made up 21. So we have just gotten poor, like we are poor and poorer, but we were conditioned so hard. You have to go to college. You yep. have to get a job as soon as you get out of college. Doesn't matter how much you make, you can get a job. Yep. Yes. Yep. We collect that debt. You'll be better. You'll get things we could never get. We're so fucking poor. Like yep. we, and, and they don't understand. And so when we're consciously making these decisions of not having children because it costs so much fucking money yep. or taking other paths because we're trying to make ends meet and they're just like oh well in my day i'm not yeah you didn't have to fucking do that because you're not in debt like we are because of what was conditioned to right. us right. house costs five cents okay right. like stop right exactly get out of here get out of here my starbucks coffee costs more than your fucking house they're boomer the boomers are selling their they're selling their house for five hundred thousand plus and they bought it for under a hundred yes dollars yes like must yeah. be nice yeah, yeah, love that. It is it's it is very that was alarming to me and it and thinking about the pressure that we are put under. And so when we are taking these chances because we're deconditioning ourselves when we've been busting our ass for for like all these people who we don't matter to, it has been really difficult. Right? Like knowing that I'm just a warm body to you, yes. and it doesn't matter how long I'm there for. I I was just talking to um a family friend. She worked at her job for forty years, and they let her go because they were gonna hire part time people because it costs less money. And she said, "I'll go part time." And they said, "No, no, no, no. We need we need new part time people." so we can pay them less and then that's it bye see ya and how is it so easy to just be cast aside i mean i i i didn't leave my job i lost my job and then right. i decided not to go back into corporate america right. and i have been for years going through am i gonna i should leave i'm ready to leave this isn't for me and I was I was very comfortable with with the parting of ties, that, especially that I didn't have to do it and I didn't have to feel bad for who I was leaving behind. However, uh, that is when it became really apparent to me that in corporate America, we are just warm bodies. Replaceable. We're replaceable. Yes. We're all replaceable, especially with us before we were there and they're survive after. Yes. So the guilt trip that they give is bullshit. The it guilt is. trip is 
relationship. And I always say one thing I always like would say, like when I was talking to my parents about leaving or talking to like really close friends, I'd I'd be like, when I die and let's say I get buried and I have a headstone, it's not going to say Carrie and McCubbin worked long hours, got an award doing this job. No, it's going to say mother, Mm -hmm. wife, daughter, daughter. That's the shit that matters. Right. Right. At the end of our life, that's what matters right and we give so much of our time and like listen I understand like bills have to be paid it's you know it's it's not something that everybody can do and I I understand my privilege to be able to do this one yeah I want to make that very clear but it doesn't have to be a leap of faith it doesn't have to be throw in the towel let's try this if you're able to do that great but if not start knowing your worth in the corporate world know your worth or start taking very small steps in the direction that you want to go but like if you feel like you're not being valued as an employee or you're not feeling like you're being fulfilled don't stay there you don't have to leave corporate America altogether but don't stay there there's uh, there's always we we put ceilings on ourselves all the time as far as like what's available to us what's out there what we can accomplish and it's like we need to remove those ceilings completely because there are so and it's like if you keep applying keep applying not hearing back just keep doing it just keep Mm -hmm. putting there keep believing in yourself because you know not everybody can just up and leave their job but it's like you know I I thankfully I have a husband that works but it still hasn't been easy on us financially because health insurance has been a whole ass thing and and that's been something that I've been trying to work on but they make it so hard for you to leave they do it's kind of like being in an abusive relationship to be honest (laughs) it's super toxic because we're, we have to advocate for ourselves. At the end of the day, we are what we have left. It is it is right, us. Right. We, you know, you don't have to, you can want better and stay in corporate America. And by doing that, ask people, know what other people are making. It is so ridiculous that we don't, it's, it's taboo to talk to other people about what they make. Oh, so I don't realize that so-and-so is making $30,000 more than me when I'm doing more work right. just because of whatever they know that I, I don't, I don't care that you don't want me to know that that's wrong to, to finagle those things in that way. Like, I just, I think you know, your worth, fight for your worth, speak up for yourself and then do what you have to do do and if it's to say hey i will leave if you don't give me x you might get what you ask but you you will never get it if you don't ask for it and they and and the corporate america wants to stay successful by keeping their money and that's i mean we we all do we want to be successful by making what we need to survive however there's kind of goes outside of that and so they're not going to tell you that you're, you're gonna sit in your meetings your reviews and tell you how great you're doing you're so much help and thank you so much for this year um sorry we can't give you any raises this year we're just not able to but look what look what we just spent all this money on we just redid our kitchen we just did this for oh my you. i was really gonna say we spent here. 300 on a kitchen yeah get out of here no one uses it and everybody makes it a mess and then we gotta send 100 emails about it yeah we don't want that respect your employees two dishwashers who needs two dishwashers i don't even have two dishwashers at home why do you need it at work and people they say people do not leave their jobs they leave their employers you know one thing I did learn how to do in my the last corporate job that I'll ever have is to speak up for myself 
And a lot of it had to do with the money piece of it and finding out that other people are getting this or that. And I'm not when I'm literally bending over backwards and doing all the work. You better believe I marched my ass into people's offices. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got it. Yep, sure did. And it is, they want it to feel scary. I remember the first time that I had to ask for something and then being like, yeah, sure. And I was like, that's, that's it. All I had to, to say something, but it feels terrifying because yeah. you always feel on the line. And I definitely, my, my last position, I was on the line. I was constantly be every year I had to type up. I thought this was so insulting. I had to type up what I did daily, weekly, monthly, yearly to prove why I deserve to stay. Are you serious? Yes. Every year. Because, well, they're talking about cutting back and we want to prove that you deserve to be here. And I'm like, what about everything? Like, you don't no, see me. You can literally see my work. I, I, I was in a vent. Proportion, but still. Mm-hmm. I was always on the chopping block because they just weren't sure what I was doing. I was, I worked in events and marketing. You can literally <laughs> see what I'm doing. It, it is physical. Yeah, show up. You love to talk about them. Right. <laughs> just showed up and went bippity-boppity-boo. Right. Oh, Oh, my, that was one of my favorite. I was helping out at a property and they wanted to do events and they brought me in to kind of go over what needed to be done. And I brought in my giant portfolio of here's my contacts. This is when I start. This is like a, it's by month, then by week, then by day of event. Here's what I do. And someone had the nerve. First of all, they they then took my notes and said, thank you. Then they made the phone call to to the owners of the property while I was doing other things and they had their own meeting so that they could pitch my work. And then he said, he was like, honestly, I mean, I didn't even realize that it was like this. I thought they kind of just happened. You pitched my work and then you said you just kind of thought that they happened. Okay. Wow. Like, mm -hmm. wow. It is so, and of course it was a meeting uh, with men and men only taking my things and oh we've got this yeah it's just after one of the events I got a text from this individual that said thank you so that was such an amazing event thank you for all your hard work and I said I did nothing I just showed up you need to text Lauren <laughs> did I get a text no no and that was no that that was my entire career there oh. and it's and I they just never really said anything or if I was I never got invited to any of like the events that they held because I I think to them and honestly I preferred this role there's you know there's the front face in our industry and then there's the back end of the people who put it together and I enjoyed being like actually working with our porters, with our event staff that I, we hired and have there. I loved connecting with them and working with them. And I would much rather be there getting my hands dirty and doing it with them than being on the uh-huh. outside, telling right. them what to do. And then being like, right. oh, I did such a, th-. no, they did it. And right. like right. we, and because I did it with them, we did it together. And that is so much more rewarding to me. And I do, I'm very glad I still get to be involved with them because I mean, the people who, mm, I'm not even going to go there, but it's the people that I was so afraid of leaving behind. I didn't actually end up leaving behind. And I still, I am doing it on my own. I'm on, in the freelance industry now and I get to still work with them and so just because I cut that corporate tie doesn't yeah. cut you you guys 
we we were came together in the same company and us all leaving at different times in different situations didn't cut our ties and i think nope. that's very important you can you can have these connections have these relationships and they don't have to live within the walls of corporate america right absolutely and i and i think that's a really beautiful thing that it the things that we talked about this before the things that we do over time prepares us for where we are now and where we're going. We we wouldn't be sitting right here, the three of us, if we hadn't met and been frustrated right. and cried over the shit that we went through and then go, you know, I believe in you, Emily. I believe in you, Carrie. I believe in me. Like we all believed in each other and ourselves. Right. And here we are having a good time. Well, I was going to say, if it makes you feel any better, I was told by my boss to care less. Can you imagine? That was that was their way of addressing me saying I'm doing everything. We'll just care less. Okay. But then when the stuff doesn't get done, who are they gonna yep. go to? Right. Yep. Oh my it god. Is- well, the yo-yo side of it you know let's just be real this is life nothing's a cakewalk no not here sure it's not the point it's not supposed to be a cake no but i told emily i told lauren i told all my inner circle before i left i said i would rather be at home with my kids surrounded by my family and my friends and the people that i love doing what i love worried about finances than ever have yeah. to go through this feeling yeah. so underappreciated yeah for the amount of work that I would put in, the amount of stress, the amount of really with one of my clients harassment. Yeah. Yes. Around clock harassment, two, three, four, five in the morning, text and emails. I will never go back. No. So like this has to work. Yeah. Yeah. I have I never have- seen blatant disrespect like you got Carrie. And it just it made me so infuriating. And I think that was a real moment of being like, they'll never have our backs. Like, this is just not because it wasn't, that was so, it was disrespectful. It was plain cruel what was being done to you, Carrie. And, and, and it was like, no one cared. No, 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 but I rebelled. Sure did. Wouldn't, I I wouldn't think, because let me tell you that individual and I, it was a full on pissing contest for the last three months. Yep. And it, you really like I am I am a people pleaser to my core. It is something that I am try I have tried so hard to like even still working on it, but that experience catapulted me into who I am yeah. now because yeah. I I got to push to the brink of yeah. I truly did not care anymore. I did not care how this person perceived me. I I let it go. You want to talk about letting go? I fully let go. Yeah. And that has now like I can see it now. It's why I needed to go there. Yeah. Why that needed to happen. Why I needed to have that experience when I was going through it. Did I see it or understand it? Of course not. But on the other side of it, because I needed to stand up for myself. Yeah. And I, I did. Just wanna, I want to say I'm so proud of you guys. Like it sounds so stupid. <laughs> Yeah. So I am, it is, I, I think it is so admirable or admiring whatever the correct word version of that word is, but it is, it is what you guys did and how you stood up for yourselves was so brave. And it is, I don't know. I think we should tell people we love how proud we are of them more often. And I am really proud of you guys. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Really quick, the last week, this is something I'm really proud of. Like the last week before I put in my notice, there was a major project going on like that I was overseeing. And that is the day that I walked in and I said, I am done. And I didn't finish it. 
and they had to scramble because I was pushed to the limit. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know what? If I'm so worthless and useless, then you can do it without me. Right. And that's exactly right. what I, And I walked yeah. away. I, I drove back to that property and I watched all of them there scrambling, not knowing what to do. And let me tell you, I still get text messages from people and I don't answer. That is absurd to me. I just... Sir. Boundary. Can you believe that? Five months later, I still mm-hmm. get messages like, let's just make this very clear. I don't owe you a goddamn thing. Right. For everything that they put you through? Absolutely not. Nope. I am so sorry that you didn't see the value in in you while you were there, but that's that's literally your fault. All of that is what you did. Yep. Well, I didn't I I was so fed up, I didn't even show up on my last day of work. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you want me to care less? Not coming in. And you're still going to pay Bet. me because I have that fucking vacation saved up. Emily was like, that. Yep. First of all, I mean, your coworker wasn't showing up anyway. Emily's like, that, was to- that was totally fucking that's right. <laughs> Same, same, same. Dude, I mean, and it was for things like my cousin's sister's father's brother's squirrel got run over and I can't come in. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I packed up my shit. Exactly. No call, no show. I packed up my shit and I was out. I was out. See ya. Not coming in. Well, remember, I I just left the country because no one was talking to me. I had a plan coming up and I was like, well, if no one's going to tell me I don't have a job, I'm just going to go. And- right. I'm going. Yeah. The ducks don't my- forget. Why are they told not to burn bridges? Uh-uh. Why can, why can an employer fire you at will with no notice? And we have to scramble and figure out our whole life and have that amount of stress. But we, but as the employee, we have to give you two weeks, right, right. a letter, right. basically go in there shaking, right. scared, like, fuck, fuck that. that. I didn't give a letter. I didn't even tell my head boss. I told the one under him because I didn't feel like hearing his shit. Well, because it would have been a guilt trip. Mm-hmm. Or there, or you know, a negotiation, and save your fucking negotiation. Yeah, like I that is, it is so insulting to be like, oh, you well, um, what if what if I paid you more, or what if um, what if I took some of your duties? You're too no. fucking late because you couldn't okay. even see right. beyond anything else but yourself and your things. You couldn't even see what was happening. Or when I told you before, you weren't listening or you didn't care. Right. So fuck your negotiations. I was a baby infant employee being treated like I've worked there for 10 years. It, it, was, it, was, insane. it was insane. I was furious when Carrie, when you started and the things that you were thrown and I told you from the beginning, I said, uh, uh, no, the person who was here before you only had this or only had this. I was like, that is not fucking fair that you just got here. And they're like, here you go. Welcome. Um, you're a professional now and you have no time to figure out anything. And you had the biggest properties of anyone else, the people 10 year plus. Yeah. That was disgusting to me. It's insane. I just, the the things that people expect and then their shock when we say that's enough or ask for help and they're just like, mm, well, uh, I, you know, so-and-so didn't need help or other people have done this before. Like, oh my God, I hate that shit. 
I hate that shit. Or, or, oh, well, you only work 40 hours a week. You get to go fuck off. Fuck out of here with that shit. I heard that shit all the time. Only 40 hours because they don't see all the hours that are being clocked outside of it. And they, and that's the thing. They never will. And there's there are really great bosses out there. There are. And those are the people who get people to stay. And those are the people well, who- Most of the great bosses are millennials because they get it. One of the best bosses I ever have, and I still work with her. She is probably the only authority figure that I've ever worked with that saw me as a person, would ask me how I was doing, right. would see me struggling. And sometimes she would put a little post-it note on my on my computer, just with like a little saying, just to be like, yeah. I see you. And if right. you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. I had that. Yeah. And it is, it's so nice. And that's also a relationship. You don't have to, even with her as my authority, I was in a position where I couldn't stay and I was never going to survive there. It just, it wasn't going to happen. And I left and I still have that relationship with her. And so you don't have to be afraid. Listen, we're not saying that the, specifically the people and the environment is like the worst place in the world because I, I don't agree. I had, I had good memories. Me too. It is the experience of asking for, for help or for just asking for more or some at least respect the bare minimum of that. And just saying this isn't for me. And I, I think probably you guys too, I felt like I wasn't made for the corporate world in my very first job sitting in a chair driving in traffic driving home from traffic I was not fulfilled and that's like and that that is that wants to climb that corporate ladder go go get it absolutely need more women in the higher ranks of the we need that Mm -hmm. yes absolutely listening to this go get your bread I mean seriously Like if it because it's not for us doesn't mean that it's not for you. And you know, and also I think too, like one thing I wanted to bring up is like, of course, we're we all fiend for money. We all want money. We all need money. But it's like before you take a leap, if this is something you're considering doing, whether you're an artist or a spiritual worker or whatever it is, you want to start your own business. You have to really define not only your why, but what is wealth to you. What what to you because at this point in my life you know yeah money is great but I'm realizing more than ever that wealth to me is time yes having time having time for myself having time with my kids having time with my husband having time with you guys that that is what brings me happiness that is what makes me fulfilled I I never ever want my job no matter what it is no matter how much I love it to be my number one priority either ever and that has been a very hard thing to try and balance balance yeah Yeah. so establishing you know what is wealth to you I also want wanted to say too that regardless of what anyone wants to do just remember that life is hard and it's not worth working a shit job that you can't fucking stand right it's really not worth it like carrie said if you want to stay in the corporate world that's fine but don't don't stay at a job where you're being treated like shit where you're your infant employee being treated like you've been there for 10 years where everybody else is getting a bonus calling out because their squirrel got run over but you're not getting anything and you show up every day taking on a new residential account 
don't don't stay don't no move and if you have to keep on applying and starting jobs and quitting jobs until you find the one that's for you do it i'm sick of this them looking at your resume being like why were you only here for two months yeah because i got treated like shit that's why lawyer don't ask me ask the employer they treated me like garbage I could go off about this all day. But at the end of the day, just make sure that what you're doing, you're happy with because it's it's not worth being miserable. It's no. not. It's, it's not, not worth dying over a, like people have heart attacks because of their jobs and what they go through and the stress <laughs> they put themselves under and then they're just replaced. Yeah. I just, I think that's an important question. Am I killing myself? Why Why are you killing yourself? Yeah. It's like, for what? Ain't, ain't enough money in the world to kill yourself over. Because you're not taking that with you when you die. And also think about the things that you, you're missing out on. You know, you're missing out on friends and family and things that are happening in your world for yeah. someone else's money. Right. Because I'm sure if you're killing yourself like this, you're also not making enough to be doing it because you right, wouldn't right. be feeling that stress and pressure if you were. Like, My husband always says when the, when the, when the uh, bullshit outweighs the money, it's time to go out. Yep. And it's fine. It's, you know, sometimes it's great to walk away and just let those chapters be. And thank you. I'll look back at it later and hopefully, and I'll see what I learned. But for now, it's me and I am choosing me. I'm choosing my health. I'm choosing my sanity and yeah. I'm figuring it out. And it's, it is very, I think going, going back to what we had talked about earlier, we, we also, when we were like in our twenties, we were being pushed that hustle girl you can do anything if as long as you hustle and you're the grind and you wake up oh, and you do it and it is so so toxic it is like yeah. so, like you've got to get that balance and i think you got you have to have your stuff in order and make those decisions especially when you have like a family and people dependent on you to make sure you're doing the right thing yeah. but like shake those those things that were told to us and you like think of you and what you got to do and there and that's and i actually got a last week and one thing that was said what I that really like hit home for me is like you cannot be in like a one day 24 hour period you cannot be the best mother the best nope. business owner the best wife the best friend you can't nope. yeah so you have to block your time right. and be like today I'm gonna be the best mother I can be I'm gonna be here with my kids I'm gonna be present with my kids I'm gonna play with my kids I'm gonna run errands with my kids today's about being a mom the next day I can't be a mom today because of course you're still a mom but I can't be that mom today because today I need to get work done right I need to go live right. I need to do this I need to get my Reiki class up I, I blah 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 today I'm going to be the best business owner I can be right tomorrow I'm going to split the day I'm going to be the best mom I can be and then later in the day I got to get work done I'm going to be the best business owner the next day all right hubby and I need some time together Saturday mom come pick up the kids take them overnight so it's like if you're trying to be the best at everything all the time, you're going to always feel like a failure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have to, you have to figure out, like, give yourself some fucking grace, yeah. number one, and prioritize what is, what's the most important, how do you feel about today? Inspired that, inspired action. Do you feel like, especially as when you're off on your own, you can catch up later. You know what right. I mean? Right. There's going to be days where you work, 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 and there's going to be days, period of days where you don't work at all. That's just called starting a business. Yeah. <laughs> And I think when you follow that flow and you follow the, the those moments of of happiness and content and you're doing the things and you're getting them done because you're you're enjoying it and you're feeling it, you're 
you'll work so much better. Yeah. Or, yeah. or not not even just work. You'll do whatever that is that you're doing so much better. And you will feel better about yourself. You'll create better things. You'll do better things. You'll interact better because you're following this feeling of enjoyment. And that is so important. It is. Yeah, it is something I'm definitely working on. Definitely. So Mm -hmm. it feels good for you people that are listening. Just do what feels good for you. If you're if you're having a an actual like physical, emotional, mental response to what you're doing, listen to your body too. your body will tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you get sick out of nowhere, and you're like, Oh, you know what, I've been really stressed. Your body was like, Hey, 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 pay attention to me. That's got to stop. Let's go backwards, take a breath. And then and then go forward. Right. There's other opportunities out there, no matter what they are. Yep. Whether it's owning your own business, finding another, it, there, there's so many things out there. Don't limit yourself. Find your happiness. Yep. And then Lauren is, are you going to do a collective today? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, so I have my roommate in college gave me this deck called crazy, sexy love notes. Ooh. And right. And they're, they're so cute. Look at these little drawings. Uh, and they have a nice little thing on the back. So yeah, I'm going to do a little collective for everybody out there and see what we all need to hear. Right, so let's see what happens. They're kind of thick, so I can't just like shuffle regularly. So we're going to, oh, there we go. How perfect for today. We got oh. Unplug. Wow. And it says, recharge your soul batteries by unplugging from the digital world. Connect with yourself by disconnecting from distractions such as other people's to-do lists. Take a stroll. The best way to generate fresh and innovative ideas is to balance the virtual and natural worlds. The birds and the trees have just as much to teach you as the internet. I mean, come on. Pills. I, I have. You see spirit that? Spirit is just. Like these pimples. Wow. Spirit don't play. No. Spirit approves this message. 11-11 on the, on the timer. Oh, look at that. Ooh, I love that. That was very fun and very yeah. cool. So thank you guys for tuning in today. We hope that you, whether you're in corporate America or doing your own thing, you're just doing what you enjoy. That's what we beg of you. Thank you for tuning in. I think I already said that. But don't forget to follow us on Spotify, rate and review, and tell us what you think. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Team Spirit Podcast. And Carrie and Emily go live on TikTok. You can find Emily at Enchanted Mystic by MK and Carrie at Clarity by Cam. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.